EarthBreeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. EarthBreeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets are dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, and free of bleach, dyes, and parabens. There's also a fragrance free option. EarthBreeze got rid of unnecessary chemicals for a formula that is kind to sensitive skin of all ages, including babies. No more heavy lifting or measuring sticky blue goo from a massive plastic jug. My favorite thing about Eco Sheets is how easy they are to use. And I guarantee you, once you start using them, you'll never go back. Right now, my listeners can receive 40% off EarthBreeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace. That's earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off of your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace. Radio Headspace is supported by Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop. With a range of high-quality items priced within reach. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. A piece I'm loving from Quince are the linen pants that are perfect amount of cozy and corporate. So indulge in affordable luxury, y'all. Go to quince.com slash radio headspace for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash radio headspace to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash radio headspace. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace. So it's Wednesday morning, and a number of people have asked me over the years. They're normally people who meditate themselves, or who have some kind of reflective, contemplative practice in some way, or who would like to move in that direction. They often ask me, or maybe actually sometimes it's just people who are fed up with their partners, or other people in their family, or their friendship groups. They're like, how do I get this person to meditate? It's a little bit like, you know, in Fight Club, you know, the first rule of Fight Club is never to talk about Fight Club. The first rule of meditation, and in terms of encouraging other people to meditate, is not really to talk about meditation. It's to understand what that other person is looking for, what they're interested in, and to present a little bit more of that. I'm always reminded of a particular story that I heard many, many years ago about the dog and the moon. You might know it. The story goes, there's a man and he takes a walk out of his house one night. Beautiful black sky, lots of stars in the sky, no clouds, and a really sort of full bright moon. And looking up at the moon, he's just so overwhelmed. He feels sort of tears start to stream down his face. It's such a beautiful thing. And his dog comes sort of bouncing out of the house. And he looks down at his dog and says, look up there, look at the moon, isn't it beautiful? And the dog just sort of sits there, tongue hanging out, panting, tail wagging, just happy to sit next to the man and then the man says no but look up there up there and he starts pointing gesticulating towards the moon and the dog gets increasingly excited but still not looking at the moon just excited by the man being excited 
The man points harder, with more energy. Now the dog's looking at the finger, but still not looking at the moon. And this kind of goes on and on, and eventually the dog never looks at the moon. He simply feels the excitement of the other person, and he thinks the point of the excitement is the finger, the thing that's doing the pointing. And I often think in a similar way with meditation. It's impossible to describe the experience of meditation. All we can do is point towards it. It's very easy to get caught up or confused in thinking that the finger doing the pointing, that the words are the meditation, rather than the experience itself. I would go so far as to say, sometimes I feel that with every word I speak about meditation, we move further and further away from the experience. If you have someone in your life, regardless of whether you would like them to share your common interest in mindfulness, in meditation, in taking time out for yourself, or whether you feel they would benefit from a practice like that, rather than trying to force them into it, rather than gesticulating towards it as you wave your finger towards the sky, instead, maybe think about presenting it in a way that encourages them to try it so they actually have the experience of it rather than just hearing about the idea. Have a great day today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from radio headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.